Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. Is one piece of egg. Hey, fat people and skinny people and fat people who identify as skinny and skinny people who identify as fat. I am Joey Valentine, and this is Fat Guy Loves Cake, the podcast. Thank you for letting me bend your ear for 30 minutes or less. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. It is Friday. The weekend is finally upon us, the best day of the week. A whole lot's been happening, so why don't we just go ahead and get right down to it? I like to make it sound official. I like sound effects. <laughs> so unfortunately, because this is a podcast and not a YouTube video, I can't give you the visuals, so I'm going to have to describe them to you. But two of the funniest fucking things I read yesterday, let me paint you a picture. This, this happened at a McDonald's, and this woman, this tiny woman, I don't know what to call her tiny, but let's say average-sized woman, is uh, causing a ruckus, causing all kinds of shit in this McDonald's. And the manager of the McDonald's is this woman who's like 350 plus and tall too. Okay. So she ain't no small woman. That's a huge bitch. 350 pounds easy. And she looks like she's six foot tall. And she comes out, she's trying to calm this girl down about, you know, how people get at McDonald's. Like you just like, oh, I asked for no pickles and people freak out because entitlement and managers irritated. No. I make a point to never fuck with people at fast food restaurants, even if they do royally fuck up. All right, having to work at McDonald's is already punishment in life enough, and you should really just leave them alone, man. I've worked in fast food, okay, back when I had a skinny body and a lot of energy. And fast food is just one of the hardest, most degrading underappreciated jobs in the world. You go to work and you stink after you get off. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. There's grease on your shoes. Like, don't wear a good pair of shoes if you your first fucking week at McDonald's and don't wear those nice kicks. They're going to be covered in fucking grease, like literal layers of grease that you can scrape off of your shoe. You know, you, you, you put in an 8 to 10 hour shift, you sweat, you take people's shit, and you make minimum fucking wage. The last thing you want to do is be bitched at by some fucking woman who's probably never worked a day in her life. And here is this manager, this beast of a woman. Holy shit, he's Bigfoot! And she's taking this shit as long as she can, right? But then this fucking girl, and I've seen the video, it's fucking epic. I'll post a link to it in the description of this show so you can see it for yourself. Girl chucks a glass of juice in the face of the manager and then takes one of those plastic trays and smacks her across the face. So what do you think happens next? Well, something very satisfying happens next. This woman gets the beat down she fucking deserves. And I don't mean like just a little bit of beat down. I mean, she gets beat the fuck down. 
Bertha's got her with one hand around her shirt, and she's pummeling her, just beating the shit out of her, and then picks her up with one hand into the air and then throws her into a booth like a fucking rag doll. So here comes this little Hispanic woman, another employee at McDonald's, not a manager, and she's politely trying to escort the girl out, and then she gets rowdy with that girl, and guess what happens then? She gets beat the fuck down again by a different McDonald's employee. And the really fucked up thing about this is, is that both of those people are going to lose their jobs. Garen fucking T. There's no way that McDonald's is going like, there's no way that McDonald's is going to let them stay employed there, even though she was assaulted first. I'm going to try and follow up on the story. If she does get fired over this, man, there should be some serious McDonald's boycott. There should be some McDonald's boycotting anyway. What a horrible fucking... I can never, like, reiterate... I cannot say enough how horrible of a fucking franchise slash corporation McDonald's is, and you should not eat there. I have stopped eating there altogether. They are ruining America. McDonald's done fucked me up. Have another donut, you fat fart knocker. Okay, so then the second video... The second video that I will also post a link to this gentleman. Oh, let me just say this, by the way, media, this takes place between a white gentleman and a black woman. Okay. But race never once comes into play. Okay. Never. This has nothing to do with race. This is two people having a disagreement about something. This is two people well, I don't want to call it a disagreement. I'll talk about it in a second. But I just want to say, I am so fucking sick of the media, including race in the headline, especially when it's a white offender, because it's race baiting. It is stirring the pot in America. It's making black people like white people even less. When you say, what, like, if you look at a, a news article now, it'll be like, like, if a black man kills another black man, it's like, Man kills other man. But if a white man kills a black man, it's white man kills black man. Yes, that is what happened. But it's intentionally trying to make people angry. And it's very, very bad for society. The only time that their races need to be in the title is followed up by because it was a hate crime. White man kills black man in hate crime. Otherwise, it's just man kills other man. It's just like, I don't need to start sentences like, oh, me and my black friend were hanging out the other day. Why? Why did I have to say black? I don't have to say black. I could just say my friend. Is it because I'm explaining the characteristics of him? No, because he's a fucking human being just like I am. Anyway, white car salesman, (laughs) fucking A, um, a black woman comes in to buy a car and she test drives it, which you have to give your driver's license to. Uh, the the dealership in order to take it off the lot. So she does, and she comes back and she decides that she's not going to buy it. That's her right. That's why you test drive things. So the white salesman (laughs) films himself going back into his office to retrieve her driver's license, goes out behind the lot, places her driver's license on the bumper of, I don't know whose fucking truck, but it's on somebody's fucking bumper and whizzes on it records the whole thing. You know, I don't understand why anyone ever thinks it's a good idea to ever record yourself doing something when it's against the law. 
If you were about to commit a crime and then your friend gets his fucking phone out and starts to film it, are you really going to let him do that? Like, bro, we're about to commit a fucking felony. Maybe you want to put the camera away. That's damning evidence. And maybe the dude was just going to keep it for himself or, or show it to his friends. You would think, if I was going to film myself whizzing on someone's driver's license, that's such an odd thing to say in the first place, but if I was going to film myself whizzing on someone's driver's license, I would keep it for myself and then maybe occasionally break it out at a party, show it to people, see what I did to this bitch. But no, what does he do? He fucking uploads it. Like, hey, look at me. <laughs> Take that driver's license. <laughs> I'll post that video in the description as well. Uh, I am always trying to better myself uh, as far as um, being, as far as, <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that. I am always trying to educate myself, never trying to better myself, but I am always trying to educate myself. And over the years, I've been using Rosetta Stone to learn Spanish, gotten pretty good at it, but because there are different Spanish-speaking countries, uh, there are different uh, slang terms for things, you know, it's just like anything, like, you know, like here in the South compared to the North, or maybe the way Canada talks, you know, it's all English-speaking, but there's different dialects, there's different ways we talk based on where you're from, even though we are all Americans. We, you know, just, just depends on where you're from, right? Well, same thing with Spanish, because Spanish is spoken in so many countries. And I was trying to understand uh, a lot of uh, Cuban slang, because I've been playing this game where they speak a lot of Cuban. I mean, not Cuban. You know, they speak Spanish, but it's Cuban slang. And they're Cubish. <laughs> so I was looking up pinga. I didn't know what pinga means. It's vulgar, of course. And so I'm, I'm on this... SpanishDict.com. That's Spanish D I C T as in dictation.com. And it's giving all these uh, examples for pinga. And I wanted to share them with you because they're so serious, but yet so fucking funny. The definition of pinga, dick, vulgar. And the example, se le cayó la taoya y la balapinga. He dropped his towel. And I saw his dick. <laughs> Handy phrases to use every day. Cuando hago pis, me duele la pinga. My wiener hurts when I pee. <laughs> Los chicos estaban pasando el tiempo hablando de sus pingas. The guys were just sitting around talking about their dicks. <laughs> That's useful shit, man. Useful shit. And that's your Spanish lesson from El Gordo Le Cancanta El Pastel. A fat guy loves kick. Hey, this is Chucky D inviting you to come out to Houston's newest strip club, Pussy Cats, downtown for your convenience. The first and only strip club slash feline rescue. That's right. There's pussy and there's cats. Come in and get a lap dance. Leave with a kitty cat. That's Pussycats Gentleman Club, downtown Houston, Texas. Come and pick up your pussy today. Yeah, that sounds like a really great savings. Uh-huh. Who are you talking to? Uh, it's, uh, it's Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm at 3 in the morning? Who is this? Uh, Jake from State Farm. 
What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, khakis? Just give me the phone back, would you? Go to bed. So, uh, what are you wearing, Jake? Oh, yeah? That's hot. Why don't you take those off? Because you sound sexy as fuck. State Farm agents are there when you need them. Have you ever wondered how much hate there is in your state? <laughs> I got to looking at, to, uh, like, how do states compare to one another when it comes to hate groups and racism and things like that? Because why not? And I wondered, where does my state rank? And I thought, is Texas a really racist state? So I looked up the ranking of all 51 states. Yeah, I'm saying 51 because Washington, D.C. I looked up the ranking of them as far as how racist they are. I didn't know what kind of statistics I was going to get. Well, what I got was hate groups per 1 million people. So basically, for every 1 million people, there's an average number of hate groups for that state, and that's how they're ranked from 51 to 1, 1 being the most hate groups per state. And I thought to myself, is my sweet old Texas going to be high up on that list? And I was very pleased to see that Texas came in at a very comfortable 41, very low at the bottom of the list. So go Texas. I do consider Texas to be a very tolerant, not racist state. I mean, there's people who like to joke around and there are people that are, I'm around a lot of white folk who are old school hillbillies and they'll make jokes, but they in their hearts, they don't really believe that shit. And I'm not saying that justifies it. I'm just saying people come from a different time. Sometimes older people, it's just the way they are. That's we're working through that America. You know, we're trying to progress. So Texas is at 41. Uh, the least, the least racist state, according to these statistics, is Washington, D.C. Uh, according to these statistics, as of 2021, these stats are tracked by the Southern Poverty Law Center. It's a civil rights organization that tracks hate and extremist groups in the U.S. So, according to them, as of 2021, Washington, D.C. had zero hate groups. I'm not going to name them all in order because it's just going to take too long. Uh, you can probably guess which states are in the lower you know, and which is going to be, you know, like California, of course, and New York. Um, but I had a really hard time guessing which ones were in the top 10. And I had my eye on uh, North Carolina and South Carolina. Like right off the bat, this is what I thought. I thought Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. That's what I had pegged for your top 10 right there. I don't know if that's 10, but that's what I had as, like, for sure going to be in the top 10. And I could not have been more fucking wrong. So, drum roll. Here's your top 10 most racist states by hate group. Number 10 is going to be Louisiana. Not a big surprise there for me. Not, not a big surprise here, and it lists all of the known hate groups and how many of them there are. You've got the Klan, white nationalist, neo-Nazi, general hate. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. General hate. Like, just general hate. Like, what do you, what do you guys hate? Who? Whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, your racist group, yeah. Well, what are you racist against? Just, you know, generally racist, you know, like just whatever, 
If <laughs> general hate, it sounds like they're too lazy. What are you guys mad about? I, I don't know stuff, you know, things. <laughs> uh, other neo-confederate racist skinhead Christian identity. I have never heard of that. And I, if that's a hate group, Christian identity, uh, anti-LGBTQ, anti-Semitism, and anti-Muslim. Those are all your hate groups in Louisiana. And I think that's probably going to cover anything that would possibly be available in the rest of the states. Unless something pops up new, I'll let you know. Uh, South Carolina coming in at number nine. Called that one. So that's, I'm two for two. Uh, no, no, <laughs> ten general hate groups in South Carolina. Whole lot of whatever going on there. Uh, some kind of two groups called Neo Volkish. I don't know what that means. Neo Volkish. V, an O with the dots over it. L K I S C H. Neo Volkish. Coming in at number eight, West Virginia. I'm three for three. Eight groups per million residents, 3.37. One hate music. (laughs) There's a new one. Hate music has been added to the list. We've got one. One hate music. There's one lonely band in West Virginia (laughs) representing hate. Coming in at number seven, Wyoming. I did not have Wyoming. Did not have Wyoming. Coming in at number six, Montana. Did not have Montana. Coming in at number five, Delaware. Delaware? Hi, I'm in Delaware. General hate, two groups. Bro, we live in Delaware. We got to hate something. Yeah, but what? I don't know. Just whatever, okay? We'll just be a general hate group, okay? If people ask us what we hate, just tell them. We don't have to tell you. Stop and things, okay? I can't, I'm sorry, I can't get over the general hate thing. Tennessee, number four. Didn't have Tennessee. Should have. Number three, New Hampshire. Are you kidding me? There's eight registered neo-Nazi groups in New Hampshire. Tiny little fucking New Hampshire. Three racist skinhead. Four white nationalists. Four anti-Muslim. Two, well, this is a new one, radical traditional Catholicism. I, I don't know how that's a hate group, but all right. Two in the clan, two in the general hate. Coming in at your number two spot, most racist state, South Dakota. Man, I don't know how I didn't fucking call that one. That's where all the fucking, uh, uh, isn't that where Sturgis is? That's where all, like all the fucking white power groups go on motorcycles. Five neo-Nazi, four white nationalists, four Klan, four general, two racist skinhead, two anti-Muslim. 4.47 racist groups per million people in 2021. And who is your number one spot for most racist state per hate group in America? It is the Cornhuskers. Number one is Nebraska with a whopping 4.58 Eight groups per million per capita, 2021. Unique hate groups, seven neo-Nazi, five racist skinhead, three white nationalists, three other, two general hate, 
two Christian identity, one clan, one hate music, and one anti-Muslim. What's the other? There's three others? They should get together with general hate and get their shit together. Oh, are you skinhead? No. Oh, you're in the clan? No, no, no. Oh, are you with those general hate guys? Nah, nah, we don't do nah, nah. So what do you do? Hey, we got we got our own thing going on. We we got hate. All right. We just it's we do our own thing. All right. We'll get together sometime. We'll have donuts. <laughs> all right. Let me wrap it up for you here. Uh, I got some really great YouTube videos coming out on the YouTube channel. I just got to make them. I mean, I am making them, but I got to finish them. So please, guys, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel for Fat Guy Loves Cake and give it a subscription and a, a like or even a comment if you would say hey uh, hi joey i love your work you fat homo or something and uh, <laughs> tell your friends about the podcast please keep listening hug your children kiss your kitty cats and most importantly to your fellow man be nice patrick swayze told you to do so i'll see you guys on monday everybody have a wonderful wonderful weekend This morning with a bad hangover And my penis was missing again This happens all the time It's detachable This comes in handy a lot of the time I can leave it home when I think It's going to get me in trouble Or I can rent it out when I don't need it But now and then I go to a party Get drunk and the next morning I can't for the life of me Remember what I did with it First I looked around my apartment And I couldn't find it so I called up the place where the party was, they hadn't seen it either. I asked them to check the medicine cabinet, cause for some reason I leave it there sometimes, but not this time. So I told them if it pops up to let me know. I called a few people who were at the party, but they were no help either. I was starting to get desperate. I really don't like being without my penis for too long, it makes me feel like less of a man, and I really hate having to sit down every time I take a leap. After a few hours of searching the house and calling everyone I could think of, I was starting to get very depressed, so I went to the Kiev and ate breakfast. Then as I walked down 2nd Avenue towards St. Mark's Place, where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street, I saw my penis lying on a blanket next to a broken toaster oven. Some guy was selling it. I had to buy it off him. He wanted 22 bucks, but I talked him down to 17. I took it home, washed it off, and put it back on. I was happy again, complete. People sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached, but I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass, I like having a detachable penis.
right there. Fuck yeah, I can fit your tonsils on my cock. Oh yeah, let me fuck your face again then. Don't be, oh, right there. Whoa, right there. Huh?